And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed. We don't give enough credit to signs, and we really should. That sign over there tells you great French fries. That sign over there tells you this is your exit. And look at that legendary sign. It's the Motel 6 sign. It tells you a great night's rest at a great price. Book online at motel6.com. And use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. Look for the signs. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a great price when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letter CP. Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That's a great deal. And that's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio. And he's Eric Carley and I'm Gary McNamara. We're everywhere. Download our app today. Yep, listen when and where you want if you can't listen live overnight. Anytime, anywhere. Well, Title 42 has expired at uh, midnight. Here is the warning from the United States. Starting tonight, people who arrive at the border without using a lawful pathway will be presumed ineligible for asylum. We are ready to process and swiftly remove people without a legal basis to remain in the U.S. Do not believe the lies of smugglers. People who do not use available legal pathways to enter the U.S. now face tougher consequences, including a minimum five-year ban on re-entry and potential criminal prosecution. We are prepared for this transition and will enforce our laws. Secretary Mayorkas yesterday and starting tonight, not last yeah, night, not right. the night before, not yeah. the night before that. Yeah, yeah. But it, as you can see what he's saying, he's actually being honest. Mm-hmm. Now, he may not be honest in the fact of how they may punish people that, you know, may try to not come in the legal pathway. But what they're actually saying and what they've been telling uh, all people of the world is come this way and you get in. Here's how to get in. Right. That's Here, what you just heard. Right. Here's how you get into the country. You just get in. You can claim fraudulent asylum because we know only 10 to 15% of those that claim asylum are actually eventually given the asylum by a judge. Right. So 9 out of 10 will be coming into the country fraudulent, fraudulently. Mm-hmm. Through fraud. (laughs) (laughs) By way of fraud. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a long week. It's been a long week. And Uh I wasn't going to try it a third time. Uh, (laughs) But you, if uh, illegally, (laughs) you you can come in illegally. You can come in illegally because you can commit fraud 
and we're not going to question you. And this may be a you know new to a lot of people out there, but the the judge yesterday said they were going to allow people just to come into the country. I'm claiming asylum. Yeah. All right, uh, we don't have a court date for you, and we're not going to ask where you are. You just call this number, and uh, you set up a court date. Some of the court dates they've been setting up are 12 years from now. Yeah. So you get to stay in this country. The majority who have committed fraud, and they are allowed to stay in for 10 to 12 years. Mm Mm-hmm. And so all the administration is doing is saying, we've got open borders, come on in. Here's how you come in. Because they know in the court, they're going to go by the actual law. So what do you do? Well, we just kick the can down the road. We keep them out of court for as long as possible. Because if they're waiting on a court date, according to this administration, everything is legal. So what the United States government is telling the world, commit fraud. Mm-hmm. Come into the United States. Mm-hmm. Lie about why you want asylum. Mm-hmm. You get in and you can stay in for years, maybe a decade or more. Right. Before we even question you. Right. As to what you're doing. So they're not securing the border. No. They're letting everybody in the world know, come across, here's how you get in here's legally. Here's where the border is open. Right. You can commit fraud and still come in legally. Here's where the border is open for you to come in. Yep. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, he was just redirecting traffic there. That's all he yeah. was doing. Yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> that's all he's doing. <laughs> or just No, 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 not this crosswalk over here. Cross over here, you can get in this way. Yep. That's all they're doing. And everybody knows it. Yep. And they're pretending that's not what's happening. They're pretending they're being tough on the border. And they're not. No, they're not. In fact, the last few months, they've been preparing. I heard uh, somebody, it was uh, some Democrat yesterday saying, was it Manchin? Maybe it was Manchin Mm. saying they've known this for couple of years this was going to end mm-hmm. why weren't they preparing for it they were yeah oh yeah. they were preparing they've sure. been preparing by giving directions yeah. of how when title 42 ends here's how you come in to the country when the vast majority of you are not supposed to be in the country but we're not going to vet you for another decade right does anybody believe that that is a sane immigration plan for the united states it's the biden plan it's a biden plan this is all happening because this is the plan of the biden administration uh they aren't going to solve the problem why because they created the problem Mm -hmm. they don't wish to solve what the majority of americans see as a problem this is their policy yep they have no, none, they have, you know, no reason to try to do anything different. This has been their goal all along. Yep. But they're lying to you now, as they have been, the border is secure. The border. It's funny. <laughs> the, the, the border is secure because we're, we're letting everybody in illegally. <laughs> yeah. They're not breaking the law. We are. 
I mean, that's what it comes down to. Because they know that roughly 90% are bogus asylum claims. Right. Doesn't matter. We're going to allow everybody in. Doesn't matter. And let you in for a decade or more. Yep. And then, as you, you, I think you said this off the air. Did you say off the air or on the air? That then five years from now, okay, we need to have amnesty. And if you've been in the country for over five years, you get to stay. Yeah, this is that's, how you do yeah, it. Yeah, that's, uh, I said that on the air earlier. Right. And, and, and that's it. We, they build it out and then get the party together. And, okay, now let's talk amnesty. If you've been here five years or longer. Because they saw the, the flaw in their, their plan. Judges were turning people down for the amnesty claim. Well, how do you solve that? You give them a court date that's right years away. So they're here legally during that entire time. Right. Well, under the Biden's interpretation of legal. Remaining. But, then, but then what they do, too, is they dare the GOP, if there's a Republican uh, president in the White House, and they control Congress, too, we dare you to start deportation, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll do it uh, a lot like uh, they were doing DACA. Well, they've been here for years. You can't send them back. They've been here for years. Many of them had children here in the U.S. And the incentive is we get into the country. Remain mm-hmm. in Mexico, they couldn't get into the country. Right. And if they if they applied for asylum and stayed in Mexico, they knew that 9 out of 10 applications would be rejected exactly. so they'd never come to the United States. Exactly. So there's no reason to go to Mexico. Right. This isn't rocket science. Nope. Very easy plan for them to because as long as they're in control of giving the orders on the border then that's how it will play down and if they try to tell you as they have been that it's it's just all these other you know remember earthquakes climate change right that's what's causing all of this the economy in those countries uh, whatever they're lying to you what's causing this is they believe they were invited by Biden. We know why That's people why. want to come here. Yes. Overall. But saying that should qualify as asylum. Well, yeah, but your country is a lot better than mine. No, we get the reason why they want to come here. That's not how the asylum laws work. And it's a bogus approach, but they're getting away with it. And they're getting away with it because people aren't outraged about it. You know, this, I'm going to do something by Mayorkas at midnight. No, what he's doing is redirecting traffic. That's what he's doing. Here's how you come in. You go to an actual official border crossing and you claim asylum. That's how you do it. You know, we have hundreds of thousands of people dying from fentanyl. We know it's coming from the cartels, we mm-hmm. know it. Mm-hmm. And I, I look at what uh, Senator Kennedy was saying to the DEA official. Yeah, we were asking for more money. You're saying you're work, you're you're uh, working with great quality people. That's all fine. You're not solving any problem. Right. You're not winning any battles. Mm-hmm. You're not winning any wars. Can't we stop this? If the United States went to the president of Mexico and said, 
we need to close this border down. We need to go after the cartels with the help of the U.S. military cooperating with the Mexican government and the Mexican army and law enforcement of the United States. Are you telling me we can't put a serious dent in there? And she actually said, well, yeah, well, then why don't we do it? Why don't you go to the president and tell him that? Why aren't we attempting to solve? If we're not attempting to solve the problem, then it's busy work. Right. Are we going to be serious about it or not? Can we actually do something about it? Yeah. But the fact is, the Democrats don't want to. And every Democrat listening right now knows that. You know it. If you're a Democrat, you know this they they don't want to solve the problem because they caused what they don't believe is a problem right and so they don't want to stop it they look at this this is the best opportunity they could possibly imagine oh yeah yeah oh yeah now they can process illegal immigrants into this country legally and then they were trying to it was already 10 to 12 years before you get a court date, and now they're saying, just come on in. Here's a phone number. Call when you feel like it. Right. Or maybe call by this date or whatever mm-hmm. and set up your court date. Right. By they're gone. They're in the country. It's pure insanity. Yeah, over and over again. But th- remember, this is what the Democrats want. This is not a case where the problem is just too great to solve, and they really wish to solve the problem. No, 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 no. This is exact what you're going to be seeing today and probably from now on. For how long, I don't know. All the insanity you see on the border is exactly what the Democrats want. Yep. It's their policy. It's their plan. 86690 red eye. The 2023 World Food Prize laureate was not at Thursday's announcement ceremony at the National Academy of Sciences in Washington, D.C. Why? She's working in Azerbaijan to remove landmines, which is her Mother's Day tradition. Yet World Food Prize Foundation President Terry Branstad noted family members in attendance for the announcement of Heidi Kuhn as this year's laureate. The Roots for Peace nonprofit she founded replaces war remnants like landmines in battle-torn nations such as Afghanistan, Iraq, and Cambodia, replaced by land that is reestablished for ag production and education of local farmers in modern ag practices and international marketing of their commodities. Kuhn will receive the World Food Prize during ceremonies this October. Among those attending the announcement ceremony Thursday, Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. This report is made possible by Cenex Roadmaster XL Premium Diesel and Sitco Lubricants. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll free at 866-90-RED-EYE. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? 
Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Red Eye Radio, I'm Gary McNamara, he's Eric Carley, so jobless claims rise to the highest level since 2021, hmm. uh, surged 22,000 to 600 and, or 264,000, well above the 2019 pre-pandemic average of 218,000 claims. It marks the steepest level of jobless claims since October of 2021. Yeah, and, it's only a hmm. month, and I'm not going to hmm. read in too much. In a month, I mean, the question is, does this mean that the interest rates are slowing down the economy? Right, yeah. Um, yeah, that would be the question. Uh, and what is, I, I guess, when we look at that, uh, that missed on the uh, forecast was like 18,000. Uh, the median forecast was 245,000, and it came came in at 264,000. And, you know, we'll see, I guess. But you, if you add that with the drop in demand for gasoline, which may be temporary going into the summer, uh, but there's been also a drop in diesel prices and because of the drop in demand, and that goes back uh, weeks now. So uh, we'll see uh, what those uh, jobs actually look like when we get into the summer. But I think... There's a number of things. Some of the jobs are going away completely, the available jobs. Those are like yeah, we've seen dropping yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have more people unemployed. When those two numbers basically converge, where you've got that low number of available jobs out there or lower number of available jobs, because it's been pretty high for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some analysts, I think, still believe that there's we're going to be in this uh, perpetual low unemployment because we just don't have enough people to actually do the jobs that are out there, all the jobs that are out there right now. We'll see about that because apparently AI is making its way uh, a lot faster than I think a lot of people thought it would. Uh, You have a number of CEOs talking about that. In fact, um, Wendy's is testing AI at the drive-thru, which was inevitable. And we'll see if that can if that's going to be fluent enough for a drive-through experience 
because if it if there's any glitches along the way and it slows down the process and ends up costing you money, obviously you're not going to stick now, with that. I was thinking about AI for like a show like ours because mm-hmm. you've seen where they've actually done some music DJs, mm-hmm. you know, and had the voice of somebody and they've mm-hmm. actually fooled people. Sounds like a, a real human, yeah. right? Now, yeah. could we do that? I'm I'm always looking uh, for the easy way out, mm-hmm. you know, the lazy lazy way out. So if they can take our brains and program our brains into AI, but use our image and likeness, mm-hmm. we don't have to be here, but we get paid, right? Because it's what, it's what I'm hoping. That's what I was hoping for, because that would be the yeah. easiest thing. Yeah. yeah, it'd still be Eric and Gary, but it's not us. Well, there, uh, it's it's just it's just the AI of new the in- limited portions of our brain that we use for the show. New Indiana Jones movie and Harrison Ford talks about it. He says, you know what they did is they took all of the Lucasfilm films that he's done. All of them, and they ran it through the simulator. Basically, loaded, uploaded everything, so they have all the expressions from all throughout the years. Because they're going to focus on a younger Indiana Jones, so all he had to do is put the electronic markers on his face while he's talking, and the AI created a much younger Harrison Ford. Now, that's been going on for a while, but what they couldn't duplicate was the actual mouth movements. They looked fake. And one of the best ones was, I th- I think in recent years, was Michael Douglas in Ant-Man. And they de-aged him except for his mouth. You can always tell by the mouth. Look at the eyes and the mouth. And it just wasn't quite there yet. But they think now they've mastered it. And so you're not going to be able to tell. So... Do you get to use that likeness or not? And I mean, obviously, with the with the um, with the actor, yes. Yeah, but you you can't do that for some actors. For example, it'd just be wrong to make Ian McShane look young. Yeah, no, his <laughs> age plays into it because of his expressions exactly. and demeanor. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Show. And he is Eric Carlin. I'm Gary McNamara, 86690. Uh, Red Eye, you know, you and I were talking about uh, uh, Jonathan Turley a couple of hours ago, how uh, he had uh, uh, just uh, written a couple of points uh, on the fact that uh, the uh, the National Review had, had uh, come out uh, against, um, uh, had, uh, you know, commented on the House. Uh, Judiciary Committee mm-hmm. uh, and their investigation of the Biden family, and he basically mocked it. Said what? Mm. Uh, and and this is where uh, they have said, well, uh, they haven't tied any wrongdoing to the president at all. And it's like, well, the entire scheme's about the president. But he yeah. brought it up. He said, you know, it's the elephants in the living room, and they would just ignore it. And it was actually a pretty funny article that he wrote. And when I was doing that. I, I saw another article that he had uh, written, which is just pretty fascinating. This is actually a true story. Listen to this. And he just posted this yesterday. Hmm. Uh, he said, uh, we often follow controversies at universities over free speech. 
but this week's edition can be accurately described as nuts. Madeira Community College history professor David Richardson is under investigation as a possible confectionary reactionary, or at least that is what the school appears to be investigating. Richardson recently gave out candy on campus from Jeremy's Chocolates labeled He Him, which would be candy with nuts, Mm. uh, uh, and She Her, which would be candy that is nutless. For Richardson, the candies have led to his suspension pending an official investigation. Now, Richardson reportedly uh, brought the candy to an open house event for academic programs. The candy is connected to the conservative website, The Daily Wire, which launched the chocolate brand two months ago Mm. in protest of Hershey's uh, naming a biological male as its spokesperson for International Women's Day. Mm -hmm. Richardson, Richardson said he had some of the candy left over from an earlier purchase and added them to the goodies he has always handed out at the history table for the open house event. That led to a confrontation with a staff member. Richardson is now banned from non-public areas and blocked from his email. He says that he is under investigation for serious misconduct. He insists that it was all just a joke, but that may be part of the problem. In the age of rage, there are no jokes. Uh, Richardson told Just the News that he was informed that the candies reflected a human sexual binary view. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I can get by that. I can say that. Here we I go. say that again. Richardson told Just the News he was informed that the candies reflected a human sexual sexual binary view that was considered a violation of school policies and created a hostile work environment. (laughs) He said that he was also accused of harassing and discriminating (laughs) against colleagues based on gender. gender. (laughs) We're so doomed. Now, this professor who says, I am a gay conservative, this professor, uh, is already suing over sanctions for comments made during a mandatory October 2021 pronoun etiquette seminar led by transgender chemistry professor Jamie MacArthur. Now, this was mandatory. He had to go to the pronoun etiquette. So he said, okay, let's have some fun here. The incident involved participants being given a small thumbnail with fields for their name and gender identity. Richardson put... Do re me to register his view uh, that the irrational perception of reality would frustrate communication for ideological reasons, according to his complaint. He was disagreeing with it. Yeah. He was disagreeing with the concept of pronouns. Uh, the other professor, the transgender professor, objected later that the joke was extremely offensive to transgender people. Richardson responded by using do re me as his pronouns while addressing MacArthur. After a six-month investigation, the school found that MacArthur intentionally used second- and third-person pronouns in a mocking manner Hmm. and sought, excuse me, that, uh, that Richardson 
intentionally used second and third person pronouns in a mocking manner and sought to intimidate MacArthur. In addition to a letter of reprimand, Richardson was ordered to immediately stop using pronouns in a mocking manner in the workplace, though the school did not define mocking conduct. It is not clear if the school views the candy as a mocking incident for a professor effectively on probation from the earlier joke. Richardson was ordered to take diversity, equity, and inclusion training. Of course. Finally, he maintains that he was told to submit a written response on what he learned and how he can create a more inclusive environment that does not center on homophobia or transphobia in his home and religious group. Remember, he's gay. Mm. Richardson clearly has political and social objections to pronoun policies of use shared by other academics. There is litigation across the country on the issue involving both students and faculty. Some have been successful or settled in favor of the right to refuse to use pronouns, including a favorable ruling by the United States Court of Appeals in the Sixth Circuit in a case involving a college professor. However, the United States Court of Appeals for the Seventh Circuit recently upheld the termination of a high school teacher who refused to comply with such a policy. That would be overturned by the Supreme Court, by the way. Yeah. Because yeah. what they're doing is mandating speech. You must speak in this way. Right. Pronouns are fast fading from common discourse under the threat of pronoun penalties. <laughs> pronoun penalties. Pro- pronoun penalties. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I can't get through this. No, seriously, we're it, doomed. Indeed, many faculty members try avoid to avoid avoid using pronouns altogether in class, rather than look up a student's designated pronoun. Confirming the right pronouns can be challenging in the middle of a fast-moving class. Students today identify from a growing list of gender identities, including but not limited to gender fluid, third gender, uh, amalgam, gender. Demigender, bigender, pansgender, and agender. Pronouns include but are limited to he, she, they, them, z, her, z, her, her, hers, herself, z, her, z, zer, 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 z, spivic, e, m, ear, ears, i, v, v, ver, viz, viz, verself, and G, Jem, Jer, Jers, and G. I am not making any of that up. I read that verbatim. Wow. So you're saying the president of China is one of the genders? Because <laughs> I think I heard his name in there. Well, I said G. I don't know. Maybe it's pronounced differently. The name it's it's spelled the same. It I, might be I, yeah. might be X E. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Hmm. Does he know that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I I know that uh, things you know right now with China are kind of shaky. 
except for with the Biden family. <laughs> wow. I can't imagine going to war with China over using the wrong pronoun for President Xi. You used our president's name as a pronoun? Wait for it. You see the uh, Starbucks employee in Great Britain who was fired? Hmm. Yeah. Because a customer came in and misgendered. And so the transgender started screaming at the customer. So they fired the transgender person for screaming at the customer. Yeah. Lawsuit. Wait for it. You can behave any way you want because <laughs> violence, remember. Violence is silence well, and silen- well, silence using, is violence. Using the wrong gender is violence. Right, exactly, yeah. And they will argue, I don't know how it works across the pond, what their courts will look at, but here we would argue, uh, they would argue, well, no. Uh, that was violence being committed against me. Of course, I reacted that way. Because it was violence. Right. Right. Because we redefined violence. Exactly. Wow. Long live G. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I honestly, I'm going to just get to... You know, all right, but you what if I here's uh, this is a serious question for what? A, a serious question for fine for, for the at pronoun the end of the show for, for the pronoun <laughs> for the pronoun people this is a serious question now we ask the what if I just question. call everybody you hey you I don't view that as a pronoun I am not no you isn't well, no well if 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 I say you mm-hmm. you know hey you can you give me this hey you can you give me that hey moron is that is that a moron is that allowed <laughs> now is that considered violence if you say moron hey moron you know when you're like you know the person who can't decide at the donut shop or the deli what we need i know they're coming out with an animated series mm-hmm. for married with children Right. We do need Al meets the radical transgender activist movement. We do need that'll be interesting that to see uh, if they uh, deal with any of the. They're going to have to deal with new issues. They're going. They, yeah, they on always, the they always did. How are the actors going to feel about that? You got to portray them. You're, you're doing the voice, and they're all on board. And if the thing gets a green light, they're all going to be voicing their characters. Is Ed O'Neill going to use that kind of language? Well, you saw Ed O'Neill. Did you see the thing about him not being invited to, uh, oh, I can't think of her name, Marcy Darcy, <laughs> whatever her Oh, name yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. That right. he wasn't invited to her wedding. Right. Mm-hmm. And he asked, yeah, you know, that. why not? And she said, because you would laugh at two, you know, lesbian women dressed in tuxedos coming down the aisle way. Mm-hmm. And, and O'Neill said, yeah, I would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
Yeah. Uh, he wasn't very politically correct there at all. Mm. He, he said. But he's on the left, so what do you do? I guess you read the script. Because they're going to have to deal with today's issues they if you're going to do that show. You know, you you look at it and you look at it in the in the the parody of how it was done, and remember the outrage at that show. Oh, yeah. And you look at it yeah. now, you go, oh, it's mild by today's standards. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's so much parody and sarcasm in it that you don't even take it seriously. I mean, there's right. messages in it. There's messages in that show without question. Right. But you don't take it serious. But they hit. The, the, what didn't they hit? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If if you're going to do it the same hit? way, you're going to have, have to hit all the issues. Can ha, Here's today. one. Can Al work in the shoe store and criticize overweight women? No. No. That was 95% of the show. Yeah, you can't. Who you can can't. He, who can he make fun of? You can't do it. It won't it won't be in the script. That's the problem. It won't be I mean that's where we are. It won't be in the script to begin with. They can't write it. Either that or it doesn't have a network home. <laughs> you put it on YouTube, YouTube and then okay. YouTube right. will block it. Yeah. <laughs> 86690 Red Eye. We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Hardy, and I'm Gary McNamara. Uh, I'm not looking forward to this weekend, especially uh, what we see the video from uh, from the border, because it's yeah. it's not. You, you've already seen. We've already seen over the last couple of days the lines of people already, mm-hmm. and you saw now. You know they've Mayorkas made it clear. You know we've got we've got law enforcement. Right. You know we've got riot control people. You better behave. Right. And you're just shaking your head saying. This is what the administration actually wants. Yep. This is by design. Yep. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together... It's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot, but Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah, can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was three page makeout scene that just kept going? Good lord, we get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.